0: You are listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast about herbs and home remedies to heal yourself. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using and discover ways to feel better and be well. Hey, what's up? I'm on the porch. It's 10 in the morning, and it's feeling like summer is out of here. Like summer, did that even happen? I don't know about you, but there are just some years that I don't feel like I took advantage of the season to the fullest capacity. So I'm sitting here watching this fat little bumblebee. just kind of like I think he's feeling the same way like where'd all the flowers go (laughs) like where'd the hanging basket go I'm looking at my hanging basket it's like for the love of god lady take it down it's so dead it's like so sad and dead but I still have it up because I just feel like a lot of times we have to honor that in our lives and in our gardens and in our herbal journeys like not everything is in bloom all the time and yeah it is a cycle and you know with death there is rebirth and so yeah I'm just leaving that hanging basket looking like the crumminess that is actually all around me right now um, in my garden in my life <laughs> Um yeah if you follow me at herb oracle my other podcasts, and you already know the craziness of my life, and you already know that I am certainly in a cycle of, yeah, death and letting go within my personal um, relationships. I won't get into that here, but I will tell you as a side note that, yeah, I'm on my way to being in a place in my life that I've never been and you know it's kind of rough and had you have ever considered becoming my patron in the past year as you've listened to all my podcasts now would be the time to act on that from my own personal point of view like I could really financially use your support so yeah if you think this podcast is worth one dollar a month um, be sure to maybe consider doing that if not No big deal. I am coming to terms that I am going to, I am becoming one of those persons um, that is going to be okay. I believe it in my heart. I am going to be okay with just offering without return. Um, But it's been a journey for me to get to that point, you know, because like life depends on money and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to keep on giving and you can keep on taking. But if you do have an extra dollar in your world and want to put it towards this podcast, I would totally appreciate it. All right. End of plug. Um, So yeah, back to the hanging basket. There is a little bit of life looking back at me from the hanging basket. These strawberries are really trying hard not to die, but it's just the end of the season. And yeah, the plants are here to teach us about letting go. The plants are here to say, "You know what? like as I'm looking at the thyme in front of me i've I have a garden time on one side and lemon thyme on the other, and yeah, they're going too, man, like they're drying up, they're shrivelling. Um, yeah, there's still some life in it, but yeah, it looks sad. I can still pick up notes of lemon, but yeah, it's time to let go. It's time to embrace dormancy it's time to embrace a little darkness and a little quiet and a little rest and a little sleep if you're of course in the northern hemisphere and in the same season as me um for my Australian friends just the polar opposite for you (laughs) so anyways it's like they don't freak out none of these plants are freaking out right now they're fine to let go just like the trees are fine to drop their leaves and to release and let them shrivel up and get like just say this let them go they don't cling they don't hold on to they don't try to make it last against its will I mean come on I have I am totally guilty of like trying to bring plants in from the garden to like make them last all summer, like Swiss chard, come inside with me. Of course you can live. Right. And you know, with some effort, I have extended their life cycle, but ultimately everything that I bring inside dies. And I think like, that's a message for me personally. Like, you know, it's like, honey, you got to learn to let go. You got to learn to go with the flow. You must learn to honor cycles. So I guess that's what I'm checking in. I'm checking in to say hello and I'm checking in to talk about the cycles of the garden and the cycles of the plants and you know even just sitting here looking at this amazingly large grape leaf. So I let the grapes climb up um, on a trellis and onto my porch and then they started across this line. Now at the beginning of the season, I literally thought that the grapes, this is how naive I am at at sometimes, I actually thought that these grape leaves would grow the whole way across the line to the clothesline and then start growing down another line. (laughs) Okay, so they never even made it like halfway on the first line. And so now I'm kind of like, wow, I guess I didn't understand how slow they grew. (laughs) Like, what's up, child? What's up, way to think that you were going to have like a whole lot, a clothesline full of grapes? No, they only ever grew to like a third of the first line. But they did offer me a nice visual block aid. um, So I didn't have to stare at my neighbors and in ground. Um, swimming pool in ground it's not indoors it's in ground but I've never been invited into it so I'm glad that it's offering me a little like I can sit on my porch and um, be covered and and surrounded by these grape leaves and just sit here but anyways I'm looking at this one that I have admired all summer long it's like bigger than both like put both your feet out and like see how big that makes like size nine women's And, um, maybe nine and a half now that I'm older, but anyways, it's bigger than my feet. This grape leaf is so big and it's been so lush and so jungle like this whole season. And now it's starting to get speckled with yellow and micro holes are, are starting to happen. It's, it's going to disintegrate just like all the rest. And it's really no big deal. Because next spring, there are going to be new sprouts on this grapevine, and it's going to come back, and maybe next year, it'll get halfway down the line, and even thicker and fuller than it did this year. But so, yeah, like, when you take a walk in your garden today, I mean, you are still taking walks in your garden every day, right? (laughs) Um, Just really start to, instead of being like, oh, poor catnip, it's totally fallen over and brown, like, don't get all sad about it. Like, it's just part of life. It's just part of the cycle of the garden. It's just the way it is. I mean, if it didn't go through this part, it wouldn't create its seeds that it's going to drop so that it can actually literally take over the entire garden (laughs) next year. Like, when I think about my garden next year, it is really up in the air because, um, one i'm moving and plowing down uh, several garden spaces because their cycle has ended and um it's time for that to you know be renewed in a way ended and renewed so when i think about next year like i don't even know what my garden's going to look like next year cuz it's going to be one really different in a lot of ways and two all of these plants that i have this year are dropping seeds And so it's kind of funny to me, like, I might just have a garden of catnip and sweet Annie next year. (laughs) Like, I, I might have to, like, really encourage some other plants to come back. But then again, nature has a way of finding its balance. But yeah, I think next year I'll have plenty of catnip, plenty of sweet Annie, I believe enough marshmallow... Althea, she is springing up in new places and uh, plenty of dill. I'm just putting it out there. I'll probably have lots of dill next year. And uh, But there's some other things, some new faces that I hope will come back. And um, yeah, but the whole point is when it's time to let things go, we have to let things go. Um, and it's, it's incredible to me how fast summer is like, see you later, bye. And fall is coming in, just doing its thing, putting everybody to bed, putting everybody to rest. I mean, even the Egyptian mint, which is a lot like a horse mint, apple mint, I don't know. I call it Egyptian mint. It's like a beautiful spearmint, but fuzzy leafed Egyptian. Look it up. Um, I thought it would last forever. It was just so incredible this year. And it is going down. It's like the leaves are getting rusted looking. It's like, hey, if you didn't harvest enough of me, tough shit. Like, time's up. (laughs) Time to go. Time's up. It's like just incredible how it's setting in. There's an entire thicket of Jerusalem artichokes that grow around my chicken coop fence. And, you know, one day they're lush. They're yellow, flowered, beautiful, lush, rough-leaved, just incredible swaying in the wind. The next day, literally, I come out. The leaves are starting to dry up, get brown. All the petals have fallen off the flowers. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, wow, like things, if you don't get them while they're here, it's like, well, we'll see you next year, you know? Um, So, yeah, I always have a little bit of sadness if I wasn't completely motivated enough. Like, I did do quite a bit of harvesting this year, but I always think, being a perfectionist, I always think I could have done more. (laughs) Like, you could have gotten more of that. So, I think what I'll do today is walk around the yard with you and um, just sort of linger on some of the plants, tell you what's still growing. Um, What I have right now, basically just hang out and shoot the shiitake for no good reason for a while or at least 10 minutes or so, like not too long. (laughs) And yeah, just sort of be respectful of the cycles and um, maybe note what I still need to do. Of course, there's roots that need harvested. That's our next thing that we do here. Um, But yeah, just maybe say goodbye to a few green friends and try not to tear up about it. Um, and yeah, just be a big girl, put on our big girl pants and, um, yeah, be respectful of this summer closing, autumn opening cycle that we are in. Okay, I got my boots on. Um, we actually could spend like three days in my garden (laughs) talking about who's still here and what we got going on here. Um, but let me just tell you, the the um, spotlight, the queen of this year's garden has definitely been sweet Annie. And I hate to admit this out loud, but I haven't done anything with her. Like, not one thing. Um, except caress her, love her, smell her, like be with her, which I guess is so important, you know, but as far as like making a salve or investigating, um, her as a remedy, I just really, I've been honest to God, so distracted in my personal life. Um, just being with the plants is like the best I could do right now. So I see some tomatoes on this. I still have green tomatoes. Um, plants that got a late start or were self-seeded. I have lots of dill. So as I walk by, I, I grab the seeds and throw them where I would like them next year. So a lot of these plants readily self-seed. They self-sow. Um, that's why I have Sweet Annie out the wazoo everywhere. And that's why I actually want dill everywhere. I love dill. I just love their starburst firework seed pods so even though i don't like use a lot a lot of dill um like dill seeds i i encourage them to grow everywhere the pollinators love them Um, so yeah like right now i've just i've saw some dill seeds and i just throw them all over the damn place i sort of like nature doesn't really need my help i understand that but like i do try to encourage plants to grow where i want them to so I see a couple more. I'll come back. But yeah, there's sunflowers. They are not only nodding to the sun. The sunflowers have like literally face planted on the ground along with a lot of other stuff. We had a storm here last week, a week or so ago. And so like now, um like I had a whole row of lambs quarters face planted. The whole freaking plant, just a whole row of it is on the ground now. And um, so I have a lot of cleaning up to do. Uh, The echinacea here is nodding to the sun, but it is very close to the ground. Even the Sweet Annie is starting to fall over. So a lot of this stuff I pull out and um, I just like throw it in the driveway and then we drive over the Sweet Annie and it smells really good. I mean, you won't find that in an herb book, but like if you have aromatics, and you have a crappy driveway like I do, like you might as well just throw your sticks in the driveway. Um, it, it does actually smell really good to drive over them. I mean, just saying, which is going to witch. you know what I mean? Uh, Sweet Annie probably was one of those plants that they dried and threw on their dirt floors a long, long time ago. Um, so now I just kind of do it in the driveway. So yeah, um, Motherwort over here, she has gone to seed. Her bed is so, like, it's so unruly right now. There's grass. There's a freaking yellow dock that's just bullying her. There's a tomato plant. Like, I feel like she's ready for winter, even though what's interesting to me is, like, most of her has gone to seed. But yet over here is, like, a late-blooming patch of motherwort that actually looks really lush. All it is is leaves. Oh, and here's one in flower. So if I didn't already have plenty of motherwort tincture, I could make a little bit more. So it's kind of like, you know, that's like the one nice thing about autumn. Like it's not completely like done. It's not over yet. Like even we're coming up on some a big patch of mugwort and even though like the ones in the seed have fallen over and they're they're looking Okay, this patch has tripled in size this year, like almost too much. Um, But anyways, yeah, it's falling over, it's heavy with seed, but guess what's underneath? New growth. Like, I just love that kind of about fall. Like, it's not completely over, like, it ain't winter yet, honey, okay? You don't have to get into your winter depression quite yet, because if you still wanted some mugwort, there you go. You want the seeds? There you go. You want some fresh stuff to eat? There you go. Um, So yeah, like, as I walk around, like, yeah, I want to say goodbye to some plants, I want to honor their cycle. But yet, don't be a dummy. Like, notice the stuff that, the potential, right? Like, even though I was talking about, here we are at the Egyptian Mint. (sighs) Out of breath. At the Egyptian Mint already. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, there's still new growth at the top because I have pinched them back. I've cut the tops off. Um, I have taken a lot of leaf that, like, while the sun's still shining there's still a lot of growth. I could still make tea. I have a plenty dried, but you know, and, uh, yeah, what am I gonna do with all this mugwort? Here's even more mugwort. Um, I could make a billion smudge sticks. Like I, (laughs) like I really don't utilize what I've got. Um, just confessing that like, like I have a lot of abundance here that I sort of just, you know, it's here, but I don't do much with it. So underneath the mugwort is comfrey that looks like spring comfrey because she's over here in the shade and she's just in a lot of moisture. She's really happy over here. Comfrey is one of those plants that I see it just does well wherever. Like it. she does good on the shady side. She does good in the full sun. Comfrey just does good wherever she's at but the thing is this comfrey never flowered so I mean it's just all leafy leafy Um, lots of comfrey so yeah all this Egyptian mint um, where it was upright four feet three and a half feet four feet upright now all the stems are leaning over and the seeds the seed heads are basically touching the ground so it's definitely fall here Huge comfrey's, white butterflies. Um, I do love being in the garden so much, even when it looks like shit. (laughs) And I only say that because, like, I have literal, literal piles of shit everywhere. Um, Rabbit, rabbit manure. You know, just out the wazoo. Um, I have piles of dirt that need moved into other places in the garden. Um, I have a pile of pear my pear tree fell in half so I have a big pile that needs burned although part of me is like why don't you make one of those wooden like you put down the wood first and then you cover it with dirt you do one of those raised hilga beds um but I don't know if I'm up for that so I'll probably just light it on fire and have myself a little ceremonial (laughs) dancing and cleansing and releasing but uh, yeah there's always options and there's always um Things in the garden. All right, so now I'm at the place where I have my um, my containers. I did a whole podcast about container gardening, and I really I loved it, you guys. I loved the container gardening so much this year. Um, I ca- can't even tell you how much holy basil is in this container. Like it looks like a cupcake. looks like a Tulsi holy basil cupcake like there's a square it's a recycling container that I'm using illegally there's a square container at the bottom and literally it's like a muffin cupcake blast of all this Tulsi spilling out the sides it's rounded like I don't even know like will this come she's dropped so many seeds it'll be interesting to see if she comes back in the container next year um Oh my god, Tulsi has been the most beautiful thing in my life this summer. Drinking it fresh, like made in the blender, having fresh tea, putting it in water. Holy Tulsi, holy basil, holy oh my god. Um, If you didn't grow Tulsi this year, put it on the top of your list because it's like nothing else. It's incredible. And I'm growing several different varieties in this container but my favorite is this one that's like more of a fuzzy leaf so if you know which um one the fuzzy leaf is could you get a hold of me um let me know which tulsi has the fuzzy leaf um because that is the one that i love so so much so we have tulsi in this one um it's also spread to this next container i don't think i put these in here but maybe i did i don't know but i have tulsi sprouts coming up in this next container a little bit of cilantro I see and then a tat soy that is getting eaten like by something what's interesting is I have a third container just full of only tat soy and this is my favorite green to eat it's getting eaten a little bit too and uh but it's real kind of baby it's staying small But this other one, this big, big one, it's like, looks like I don't even want to eat that. It's getting nibbled by something else um, more than anything. But all summer long, whatever I grew in these containers remained pretty much untouched by predators and bugs. Like, it was pretty good. So high five to the containers. I will definitely do you again next year. Um, might just have three containers of Tulsi. I don't know, but as much as I love Tulsi, it would be worth it. Um, over here I have a container that I have emptied out. Um, it had the Shiso in it. I didn't end up liking that Shiso as much as I thought so. Um, it was cool. Like, don't get me wrong. It was cool. It, like, but I just didn't, like, fall in love with it as much as, like, I thought maybe I would. But, um... So I pulled that out as it was going into seed. So, um, and I put that in the back compost. So we'll see if it it shows up again next year. I would grow it again. It's really cool looking. Um, Even as like one of those like edible ornamentals that you put like in landscaping, um, that would be good. And I hear it takes over everything if you wanted it to do that. But it tasted like cumin, like the leaf. Um, And I did like it, but I just, yeah, like, you know, hey, hit or miss. Um, It was cool to do, but now I need to move this dirt because it's just full of lamb's quarter and yellow dock, and I mean, I might as well just fill in one of the holes in the back with this dirt. All right, so let's move over here, and we will talk about um, the most beautiful thing in the garden. I have marshmallow. So Althea officinalis, like... Um I'm so sad to see her beautiful velvet fairy fabric leaves become all brown and rusty and yellow and spotted but that's just what they do you know and then she creates her little seed pods here but I'm excited too to see her die because that means it's time to dig up her roots soon um now that she's putting she's she's made her seeds and she's going to put all her energy now into her roots Um, I'm excited to get some because I'm going to put them in the freezer. Hell yeah. Marshmallow roots. Yeah, you can dry them. You can do all that. But my experiment last year with putting them in the freezer, um, that's the way I'm going to do now. Oh, yeah. I'm not even drying any this year because I still have some dried from last year. They're just so much better frozen. And then you can pop them right in your water, and they're so slimy. and, And it's like, hello, summer. You know, it's like just everything's back in you. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to dig up roots and I'm going to put them in the freezer bag. And, uh yeah, when my mouth is so dry this winter and I feel like an old lady, I'm going to drink my marshmallow Althea water and just become hydrated again and, you know, soften up all parts of me and moisten and... Uh, she is so beautiful. Like I am glad this plant is in my life. So even though this bed is completely falling apart, it'll have to stay because she's here. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna tear down two other beds and open up this space um, because the other beds have just been taken over by Morning Glory, um, Buttercup, and Crabgrass. Like really, like they look like hell. Um, so, uh, what other things are growing here? Here's another marshmallow root. I'm so excited she spreads herself all over. I appreciate that. I've been encouraging her to grow closer to the house and um, in other parts of the yard as well. So we've got some broccoli that has reseeded itself for like seven years. That's wrapping up. it, And we have a, another container of kale that apparently I only grow for the deer. <laughs> They seem to like it more than me, which is fine because I have tat soy. They can have the kale. Um, another bed here is full of borage. So the borage flowers are still kicking. Shout out to all the late flowers that hang around for the bees. I've got goldenrod, marshmallow, borage, um, echinacea, sunflower. These are food. And all, all the mints that we've let gone to seed. Calendula, she's still around. All of these flowers are so important for the pollinators and for the bees. I really try to let them go until they're done. What the heck? Oh my God, you guys. There's some cleavers. (laughs) I usually, where are you coming from? Um, Hey, so here's the thing. It's, like, so funny. Like, if we had a longer season, would stuff just, like, keep on coming back, you know? Like, I guess I, that's why I do feel sadness sometimes when winter rolls in because it's, like... Yeah, but, like, couldn't you have just kept growing? Like, Pennsylvania, you're so harsh. So as I eat a few borage flowers here, I am reminded that even though this guy self sows readily... I should collect some of the seeds just in case because I don't really want to ever have to purchase borage seeds. Like good Lord, they're everywhere. Why would I have to pay money for more seeds that I already have? So always save some seeds. Like even though it's like, well, I know it will, it'll probably come back. Yeah. But what if it don't, what if it don't, what if it don't? So do your part. Can you hear the bumblebees? There's so many. Do your part by saving some seeds, um, especially your favorites. So I always save calendula seeds, some borage seeds, um, marigolds, like the ornamental type, because that's also silly to have to like purchase. I'm going to pick off this flower, the thistles. um, I'm trying to not let them reseed. But yeah, it's just incredible. Like this final bed over here, like, this has died and come back so many times, this French sorrel. Um, so that's a really awesome thing. Like, you know, that the garden is wanting to give us vitamin C with the sorrel. Uh, Lovage, looking rough. More tomatoes that are green because they planted themselves. And, yeah, they're just in their own cycle. If we have a really mild fall, then, yeah, it's like they have another shot at it. Orange mint, going crazy, yellow tomatoes, incredible. So yeah, there's a ton of stuff. We got pears everywhere. Um, In this garden, which I am also filling in and plowing over, this was the garden that St. John's Wort has shown its face. Holy crap, and there's this little dandelion. Yeah, a dandelion flower. And there's also red clover. So all of these beautiful flowers, these late bloomers, I appreciate them so much because um, they are food for us and the bees. I love, I'm leaving most of the clovers, but I am every once in a while having some in my tea. So yeah, I'm looking at St. John's wort or what's left of it. And even though I'm going to plow, uh, not plow, like just fill in with dirt and sort of plow over some of these plants. I have a tomato cage where the St. John's wort was because I'm like, Praying that he comes back next year, like I really want him here, I really want him in my life. He's gonna save me all winter long from myself. I take Saint John's wort because, yeah, I just winter's long for me, and um, you know, he brings the light all winter long, so yeah, I would just love for Saint John's wort to come back. So I will there are spaces where I protect, you know, and kind of watch out for. There's a blueberry bush on the other side. I'll try to make sure that lives. But yeah, all this other stuff, just so much grass has ruined the party. Um, although this is my area where I get all my plantain and, um, what else is going on in here? Catnip, of course. And let me see here. Yeah. My raspberries didn't do very good this year. There's a few on here I could have for breakfast, but not much. And, uh, Oh, here we go. I got some, I got one more thing to talk to you about. Maybe two more things. Um, okay. Speaking of roots that are going to need to be dug up, my Ella campaign is falling over and the leaves are disintegrating. I'm just waiting for it to um, fully develop its seeds because I want to spread those around I want to make sure the plant has put all its energy into the roots before I dig them up and I'm only going to dig up one plant because I want the other one to come back I want I want to have more elecampane. You guys this is an amazing medicine uh, so what I'm going to do is dig up the fresh roots and put them right into honey and it makes this medicinal cough syrup, like an expectorant, and it's just, it tastes like cough medicine, but it's so handy to have. Um, last year, I did not have it, and I was like, where the hell is my Ella campaign honey? Uh, but I never got any fresh roots last year, so I didn't make it. And so this year I'm like hell bent on making sure I have some on hand watch. We probably won't need it (laughs) and that will be fine, but it's just so important to me to have some fresh roots and honey and have that healing energy of the Ella campaign plant if we would need it. So that's on my to-do list. And then coming around the corner, there's dill, there's red clover, there's more tomato plants that planted themselves And I think our final goodbye here will be something that I've actually been saying goodbye to for half the summer is the stinging nettle. Um, But it's so interesting to come back here and check out the stinging nettle patch as it's on its way out. Because where it had lush leaves now, I'm choking on that borage flower, now it has... um, Like, it's really... The leaves are drying up, shriveling. They're so tiny. Um, And, yeah, it's just putting itself to bed. It's drying up. And then at some point, like, in the fall, like, I'll probably have a work day and come in and get all the, like, twigs and stuff. Like, I do try to clean up this area so that it's manageable next year. But for the most part, I just let stinging nettle do its thing. And you know what I just am thinking of? I made some tincture with the seeds that's actually ready that I could actually start taking and discovering if it does add any vitality into my beingness um so I should probably do that I think that should actually be my plan like start taking the stinging nettle now see if it gives me more energy in life and brings my old dead corpse <laughs> see what it does to my old dead corpse and um then like if I did that for a month, then it would take me into more fall. And at some point then soon I could probably start taking my St. John's wort. But, um, yeah, the tincture that has helped me this past month has been lemon balm, just keeping me held while I go through all my life changes and my marital changes. And, um, yeah just helping me relax and not like fall into a state of panic all the damn time so i've been doing lemon balm and motherwort and dandelion root tea but i'm ready to switch up my regimen so maybe i'll do more nettle seed burdock root that's coming to me and um i'd love to get some oat straw but i just don't have the funds um right now so that'll have to wait but if I did nettle seed and burdock root and just sort of like take took advantage of you know there's still tons of tulsi so I really want to like use that up I don't want any of that to go to waste um, use up my tulsi enjoy the remaining red clovers the borage um, just really find what's left and still how much abundance there is. I mean, it is, we just had the harvest moon for f' sakes. Like, like it's not over. This is time to gather. But, um, yeah, with a lot of herbs, it's like you may have already missed the boat. But, um, even walking along here, um, so much self-heal. Prunella vulgaris is in bloom right now. So that's another beautiful herb to gather, um, I can't gather this because my dogs have already peed on it. But, um, you know, if you have a space that's clean, get your herbs. Get them while they're still kind of good. And you know what? If they're not, then be okay with saying goodbye or until next time. And above all else, like as we're appreciating them and saying see you later, let's just always make sure we say thank you because they've offered us food, they've offered us nourishment. They've offered us their energy and their love and their light, and they've offered us so many lessons to be learned and support to be had. So, I don't know about you, but like even though I may have not been like super motivated this summer, <laughs> there's all these birds and I may have been ultra distracted, like I did totally love up the herbs still and There's like a whole bunch of birds flying above me right now. Like I want to look up, but I also don't want to get pooped on. (laughs) And I'm just thankful for all of nature's lessons. And, um, you know, just watching this whole uh, like 300 birds flying above me right now. Like the seasons are changing. It's time to move. It's time to change. It's time to go with it. Like don't resist um, don't fight it. Don't resist. Don't be sad. Just, you know, do the changes that are necessary and be with the plants in all of their seasons, in all of their cycles. And um, yeah, see how that reflects within you um, for sure. So on that note, I think I'm going to harvest myself some tat soy, some, some tulsi, and uh, yeah, just... You know, oh, wait, one more, one more. Hold up, hold up. We walked all around this garden space and we never even said hello to this lavender. So, um, yeah, I mean, here's another prime example. She's already flowered once and now she's flowering again. She's like, look at me offering nature, more of me, more of who I am. Like, as I pick off some of the dry leaves, she's like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still doing it. And I'm still just giving of myself freely. So, yeah, when you look into plants, there's a lot more than just, you know, their nerdy aspects, which I do love. And I am working on another nerdy podcast. But aside from the nerd, na-na-na-na-na-na-na, there is a lot spiritual energetic life lessons that you can be taking advantage of and gaining wisdom through the plants so on that note I conclude our herb walk Um, as I see that we have dandelion greens I mean dang there is still just tons and tons and tons um, here in the garden so I'm hope you're enjoying yours and um, enjoying the process of putting it to bed or enjoying the process of just getting out of its way and letting nature be nature. Um, yeah, but regardless, get in your gardens, love them up, appreciate them, be thankful for them, be thankful for the plants and what they have to offer you. And as always remember to feel better and be well on your herbal journeys. Um, regardless of what cycle you're in. (laughs) I just need someone to take this microphone away from me because I'm having trouble wrapping it up. But that's just it. That's fall. Like, it isn't just like a starting, bam, ending. Like, that's what fall is. That's what autumn is. It's the slow goodbye. It's the slow wrap it up. It's the hey, over but it's not over. And so I guess that's just what kind of energy... I'm tapping into it's like yeah not ready to say goodbye yet but yet I am thanks for listening support this podcast by becoming a patron You'll gain access to PDF downloads and Herb Nerd notes. Visit HerbalMarie.com and become a patron today.